Good morning, Thailand. My name is Alex, and I have some news updates from around the land of smiles from the tiger for you today, this wonderful Tuesday, January 16th. We're going to start with our main story today, and that's that the Thai government is considering sending humanitarian aid to Myanmar amidst its ongoing humanitarian crisis. So uh, these discussions involve Thailand's foreign prime minister, Khun Panpi, and military leaders focusing on the conflict in Myanmar and its potential impact on Thailand. The plan aligns with the ASEAN Five Point Consensus, or 5PC, proposed after Myanmar's military coup in February 2021. Uh, now the Thai foreign ministry will coordinate with Myanmar's government while Thailand's military will provide support. Minister Panpi announced plans to establish a border center for aiding Myanmar refugees. However, Myanmar has not yet sent a team to discuss this center's specifics, which would distribute food and medicine. Now Khun Anik Chai, a lecturer at Silpakorn University, and Khun Panitan, a security expert, highlight the importance of this aid in addressing the crisis and preventing issues like human trafficking and the spread of COVID-19. They suggest Thailand can use this as an opportunity to demonstrate its commitment to humanitarian principles without neglecting sovereignty and non-interference. Yeah, this is always a struggle for Thailand. They are uh, Switzerland of the East. That's typically a thing. And when other countries have internal conflict, you know, it's pretty typical of most Asian countries to sort of keep their nose out of it, but particularly Thailand. But this is an ongoing crisis that's right on the border that's leading to a, a bit of a refugee crisis. There's tons of Burmese that flood across the border just trying to escape, uh, you know, what, what's going on over there. So I think it does behoove Thailand to sort of get a handle on these things and, uh, yeah, try to work with Myanmar in order to figure out the best uh, course of action to take care of these people. Anyways, uh, moving on, uh, we're going on to our next story. So the Thai military has just finalized plans and approved the purchase of some Chinese-made submarines. Uh, now, this is following the Office of the Attorney General's, or OAG's, approval to use a Chinese engine. The decision comes after Germany refused to supply a diesel engine for the submarine, leading China to offer a local engine, which the Royal Thai Navy, or RTN, initially rejected. The RTN then considered buying a free from China, but this was postponed due to the extra costs. The cabinet's decision will consider the Navy's operational needs, national interest, and diplomatic relations with China. Following the OAG's review, the RTN consulted various governmental bodies, and the RTN is also looking to extend the contract uh, by 1,217 days to acquire the submarine after the original agreement expired, which would prolong the financial commitment until 2027. Well, uh, this is what happens when the West misses out, is that uh, China will come in and pick up uh, what's left. So, uh, because of Germany's refusal to support uh, supply a diesel engine for the submarine. Uh, now Thailand uh, was forced to turn to China. So in this uh, chess game, this geopolitical chess game that's always going on, particularly in Asia, there seems to be a heavy focus uh, by the West on improving relations with uh, various Asian partners. Uh, this is uh, a, a win in the column for China. So uh, the, in the geopolitics game, it's it's always uh, a negotiation. Everything's always, uh, <laughs> you know, quid pro quo. However, uh, in this case, it seems like China won uh, the submarine contract. All right. Now, uh, moving on to our next story. So Bangkok is dealing with some serious pollution, and that's caused the government to consider plans for some potential work from home in the capital. So, uh, yeah, the government is considering that work from home policy if unsafe levels persist for three consecutive days. A warning was issued for 17 districts in Bangkok to prepare for harmful pollution levels. The Geoinformatics and Space Technology Development Agency, or GISTA, reported that Bangkok's pollution exceeded the safe threshold, with some surrounding areas experiencing 
experiencing dangerously high levels. Now, Governor Tadchat attributed the increase in more hotspots in the central region, noting a 107% rise in hotspots compared to last year. City Hall is promoting the use of Euro 5 standard diesel to reduce pollution and has set up eight clinics and telemedicine services for those affected by the pollution. Now, Dr. Atapol, Deputy Director of the Health Department, advised parents to protect their children, particularly outdoors. The Pollution Control Department, or PCD, received over 9,000 environmental complaints last year, with most related to pollution odors, dust particles, and loud noises, although many were outside their jurisdiction. So, uh, yeah, it's been persistent lately. Uh, it always gets worse around this time of the year, which is un uh, unfortunate and ironic because it's high season. But I, guess, I guess that's where the most hustle and bustle comes uh, for the country. But it is becoming a problem, so much so that the government is considering a work-from-home policy, and uh, that could be a good thing. I honestly like the, the idea that they are taking it that seriously because, <laughs> man, I gotta tell you, after having lived in China, uh, there was no excuse. Even if you couldn't see your hand in front of your face, you had to come into work. So, uh, considering the safety of the public is one thing that's really nice, but doing something about it would be even nicer. So, uh, we'll see if any actions are taken. All right, uh, now moving on to our next story. So we have a weird scandal involving a former labor minister in Thailand involved in human trafficking in Finland with berry pickers? Weird one. So, uh, yeah, Kun Suchart, uh, the minister in question, strongly denies any participation in human trafficking or receiving illicit payments. Now, the Department of Special Investigations, or DSI, is probing misconduct charges against two ex-ministers and two senior labor ministry officials accused of approving worker deployment in exchange for 36 million baht. Allegedly, these transactions occurred through the bank accounts of the two former ministers between 2020 and 2023. Suchart, who later beca who became labor minister in August 2020, claims innocence and questions the DSI's plans for compensation if the allegations are unfounded. He suggests the accusations stem from a female broker, currently in legal trouble in Finland, who implicated officials to secure her release. He urges the authorities to press charges instead of making unsubstantiated claims. Now, the DSI spokesperson stated that the case would be referred to the National Anti-Corruption Commission within 30 days, involving political office holders and state officials under Section 61 of the Charter. The investigation began after the Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported potential human trafficking of Thai fruit pickers in Finland. Well, that's an odd one, right? Like, a uh, ministry official approves uh, migrant workers for uh, uh, under-the-table pay. Now, these are all allegations, of course, but he has come under fire, and this is in the news, so we're here to report it. However, it's interesting to see it's involving Finland, such a, a relatively small population country, pretty far away from Thailand. Uh, so so it's an interesting partner and co-conspirator, whoever's working with them over there. So uh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on this scandal and see if anything develops. Otherwise, uh, this might just fizz because it is all allegations. No, no charges have been pressed yet. So we'll see. All right, now, uh, finally, uh, we have a fun story for you. So a giant tortoise statue is attracting tourists and lottery lovers alike. So let's get into this one. So uh, in, in this uh, revitalized public park that features two large Naga sculptures and the Serene Boon Bridge, it connects uh, the Simiralanka To Ngoi Temple, housing a sacred pagoda. Visitors frequently pay respect to the tortoise statue, seeking fortune and work success, and often offer tortoise statues in gratitude upon wish fulfillment. The statue, built in 2012, gained fame for its perceived lucky number-giving power, especially after significant event in 2017 involving famous country singer Jitara Punlop. 
Lottery players often pick numbers from ping pong balls near the statue, with today's lucky number reported being 895. The spot's reputation for accuracy in providing winning lottery numbers has turned it into a thriving tourist attraction. Yeah, this is something that I'll never get, the lottery thing here in Thailand, but uh, you know, I, something that I do love is superstition. I think it's really fun. So I think these little stories where people think, oh, wait, how do I get my lucky number? How do I find my good fortune? Uh, they're always in kind of cute ways like this. So uh, I, I say go for it. Lean into it. Uh, yeah, sure, lotteries are attacks on people who can't do math, but uh, you're not paying to actually win. You're paying for the dream. So play on, lotto players, I guess. Uh, could have worse habits. <clears throat> All right, guys, that, uh, that does it for the news for today. You can go to thetiger.com to see all of our latest news updates every single day. We will be back tomorrow with our members and on Friday with all of our subscribers. 